0: It is coming from Brooklyn bringing that truth never gonna lie never gonna lose always on top Keeping it steady he'll make you tap out and you won't be ready he got the suplex breaking your back Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz Well I don't know I might have to go into storage Bust out the old orange and black singlet Put some Febreze on that shit Freshen it up. Pull out the old boots. The black, flat boots. Dust those bitches off because, I don't know, WWE's running out of wrestlers. Well, at least people that want to stay and work for them. What the hell's going on? Welcome to the Taz Show. I am he, Taz. Thank you for downloading this episode. Appreciate it. Wherever you get your podcast, but namely radio.com or on the uh, Apple podcast You know Spotify's The Stitcher All of these spots that you people Bring the show into your life I appreciate it So yeah uh, yeah, Dean Ambrose So big news right obviously we, we, We've we all been talking about it thinking about it Hearing about it You guys have been reading all different shit listening to different stuff So uh, yeah I have some points of view on it So if you didn't realize or know Basically Dean Ambrose uh, Is basically When his deal is up uh, in April, he is he is choosing not to re-up with the company. And uh, basically, WWE put this statement, I'm just kind of after Raw uh, this past week, this past Monday, Dean Ambrose, uh, Jonathan Good, that's his real name, will not be renewing his contract with WWE when it expires in April. We are grateful and appreciative of all that Dean has given to the WWE and our fans. We wish him well and hope that one day Dean will return to WWE. Okay. I have been dissecting this statement by WWE for a lot of reasons. Now there's a lot to say here about this. First off, um I, the thing that jumps out to me like that jumped out to me instantly when I saw the statement by WWE. The guy's deal ends in the spring. In April You're basically saying He's done You're acknowledging he's done The report initially came out By Pro Wrestling Torch And then I saw it through uh, PW Insider Mike Johnson But Wade Keller was the one who broke the the news So I'll credit him Um, And there's truth to this Obviously because WWE acknowledged it Point is While we sit here in in late January, the winter, you're telling the world, your fan base, and other wrestling promotions, quasi, not competition, but let's just say they are competition, when this guy's contract is up, (laughs) and that when it's up, we're not keeping him, because he don't want to be here, and we do appreciate him, but yet he's still going to be working for us. And yet, he just did a fucking major angle on Raw, with the new boss after Vince McMahon in Triple H, and basically punked out Triple H in character, I'm sure the line was written, I'll get into that, and did stuff with Nia Jax, did business in the ring with Nia Jax, which I'll get into that too. But the statement, that's the first thing that jumped out to me in April. Now, I've worked for WWE for a long time. For just about a decade, and signed. I was blessed and fortunate to be offered and signed several different contracts over my time as a wrestler and segueing into a broadcaster. I've also been in Dean Ambrose's position, if this is all a shoot, where I opted not to resign my contract and leave on my terms. So that's what's called leaving on your terms, for those that don't realize. When you choose to leave, but they'd like you to stay, no matter what company or job you have, you leave a company on your terms. Meaning, I don't want to be here anymore, and I don't need a reason. I just don't want to be no more. My deal's up. I'm out. That's Dean Ambrose's right. That's his. That he, he, he's more than he's. That's his. That's fine. But for WWE to publicly make a statement, acknowledge it. And again, I have no problem with them acknowledging it. If it was, you know, in the spring at some point, or you know, we've—I don't remember this really being done. I mean, I, maybe it was some CM. I don't. I don't remember when it was done. But this is done like really like there's a lot of time here, and they're obviously doing something with him. There's something going on because what they did on Raw. Okay, you're not gonna get. Not gonna rub up against Triple H okay? in a massive segment where Seth Rollins, you know, just won uh just won the Royal Rumble on Sunday, and now you know what I mean, you're 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 gonna uh you're gonna go on raw, interrupt the love session, <laughs> the respect session with Seth Rollins and Triple H, and Dean's gonna come in. That's a great heel spot. Like, like, seriously, that's like a really good heel spot. And that's what that's what they did. They had him come out, interrupt the thing in a great heel move, in a great heel spot. You know, it, it, you know, to me, that's like, wow, that's pretty badass. That's great. Are you going to do this with someone who you know, apparently gave notice earlier in the day? I mean, that's what I heard. I don't know what you read, but that's what I heard. That they they knew that he was fixing the you know to 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 bail. So, it it just makes me ponder. Like I don't I'm just like don't understand. I'm like, I'm wondering here. And I'm I'm you know obviously I'm conspiracy Jones right. I I don't believe anything. Okay, when you've been in the business a long time, you just think everything's at work and everything's bullshit. And a lot of you fans or people from the business that listen to this are similar. And a lot of wrestling fans are the same way. They're, they're conspiracy conspiracy theorists because you know you've been worked, and you know the business is built on a work. What's not a work is all the scuttlebutt of all the different talent in no particular order here that have been. And I might miss one or two, but like Ronda Rousey, uh, the Canellas, uh, Dolph Ziggler, we just Hadeo, uh, Tommy just just gave notice, Dean Ambrose. There's there's a lot of folks now. I remember someone in a tassel hall recently said, "What's with all these people that are looking to leave WWE?" And I kind of w- was like, "Man, eh, what do you mean?" And then I looked at them. I'm like, "Well, that fan was right that said that to me." Okay, um, something you know, there's there's a reason why a lot of these folks want to leave now. Ronda Rousey apparently it's, she wants to start a family, and you know, and you know, well, what what if I hate to be a douche, but what more is there for Ronda Rousey to do? In the WWE, she's been there a fucking year, and she's the top girl, and puts nobody over, and paid no dues, and is the champion, and that's that. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you know. and she's entitled to have children and start a family, and that's that's great. I hope I hope her and a significant other have uh, ten beautiful kids, twenty beautiful kids, whatever they want to do, and have awesome awesome lives. I'm not wishing any bad on anybody. I'm just saying like, but you know, there is something uh, like you come into the company and you spend that short of a time and now they're going to do the four horsewoman stuff here and there's be more TV time towards folks that really didn't pay dues and that are on the come up and all this shit. And it's like, okay, for what? It's like, pro, like WWE is the new shiny toy and I'm done with the toy. I'm moving on. It's annoying. You know it's annoying, and I don't even work for the company. I could, Lord knows, the, the, those those people in the locker room how they feel, the ones that really earned their stripes to get to the WWE. All the years of sacrifice, busted up fucking relationships, uh, you know, busted up bodies, uh, money spent, money wasted, having having to sleep in cars and sleep on floors and hotel rooms with four or five other wrestlers sharing a room. Uh, a lot of these folks in WWE have done that. I did it. And my generation did it, but some of these new cats and 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 ladies have done that. Ronda Rousey didn't. So, you know, I understand why she's getting the push. I understand why she's there. It's because of her great legacy as an MMA fighter, as a judoka, and as obviously a UFC Hall of Fame and a great UFC champ and all that stuff. I get it, and I'm not taking it away from her. But whatever. My point is, so she's fixing to want to get out of there eventually. And she's not like, hiding it. I believe I, I saw that before even the Royal Rumble like okay now i'm thinking okay maybe sasha banks wins but that didn't happen so you know <laughs> you know what i mean but but uh but anyway um I, you know uh, for me um i don't um i don't know for me i'm looking at it like back to circling back real quick to the dean ambrose thing like what's going to make him stay if this is a shoot right this whole thing's real What's what would make him stay Well His you know for him To stay there I would assume the number one Thing would be creative control he's Making tons of money so it's not the money And in my time there and other guys I was around It was usually money uh, not money uh, Creative control Which is the hardest thing To get it's almost Unheard of um, that You're going to get creative control So not going to give him creative control Look, the guy's making a lot of money He's a star there, he's been there a long time His wife works there, she's From what I understand over the past several years They love her in WWE and she's at the announce desk And all that stuff, and Renee Young We're talking about, right, so You know, he's got everything Locked up there, as a, as, a, as a Family, their combined income Is fucking high in that Seven figures, I would have strongly assume that As a combined family income And that's great, they're working Their asses off, but at least they're not away from each other. They're a married couple. That's they're on the road. They're working together, which could be tough at times. I'm sure. I've never my wife and I've never been working for any of the same companies in our in our lives. But I've know people have done that, and I, I'm sure it's not easy. Sometimes you need that little bit of distance from each other. And, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, as the expression goes. But my point is about Dean Ambrose. Is like, okay, so he might just need look. I, look, I left there. And people would say, "Dude, well, you, you were making really good money. You were you were working one day a week as a SmackDown color commentator with you know uh, tons of airtime and making really good money, and you you weren't on the road full time. And and you left on your terms. I did because I just needed a fresh coat of paint. I needed to get out of there at that time. I needed to get out of it, and it was the right thing for me to do. And I don't regret it. I did the right thing, and it worked out for me. Was it nerve? Was I nervous a little bit?" Was I concerned? Yeah, a little bit, because I knew I was working at a place that liked me a lot, and I liked them, and I could have stayed there for to retire, and I had a job as a commentator that my age wasn't going to matter as I got older, and my body, my, my being injured or not injured wasn't going to matter, but it didn't matter. I wasn't happy, and I had to move on. Dean Ambrose, he's not happy if this is a shoot, and that's why he's moving on, if it's a shoot. The guy's not happy, no matter if his wife works there or not, no matter if him and his wife are the greatest couple in the world, no matter how much money they offer them, he's not happy there. One thing to make a wrestler happy is give the wrestler creative control. Wrestlers then become very happy. (laughs) Good luck getting it from Vince McMahon. It's not going to happen. Okay, so if Kenny Omega, okay, boom, uh, or AEW, okay, um, he's going to have, for the most part, creative control. Because, you know, he's tight with those guys He's going to do what he's got to do and, and, and they respect him, they love him, he's an amazing talent And he's going to have More or less, he don't need language and contracts He knows it With WWE, well He's not going to have creative control Not just Kenny, anybody And you, So the nerve-wracking thing is Okay, I got over, I built myself up I got over big Now the WWE is making me a good offer I'd love to do this because I can make a lot of money And get my brand would be even bigger I know this because I fucking live this. Okay, but I know there's a chance that they could fuck up my character and my push and who I am. I thought that in 1999. I could promise you other wrestlers, guys and girls, are thinking that now that got over to the level of Kenny Omega outside of WWE before he would go to WWE. That's how you think. That's what wrestlers think. Oh, my God, is it going to happen to me? What happened to other guys and girls before me? I thought that in 99 because it happened before me with many guys before me and my push was negatively affected and as a wrestler as you guys know but I have no hard feelings towards WWE because they gave me the opportunity to become a color commentator which I was blessed to be the blossom to the position I'm in now as a radio host and a podcaster which I love. So, uh, without having that opportunity many years ago by Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn, and and you know, I would not have become what I've become now, which I'm the happiest I've been in my career. So, you know, at 51 years old, so I mean, I, I'm blessed. I'm very blessed. So, you know, I mean, you know, so the, my point here is, if someone's not happy or someone's concerned, where they're going to go with my character, and 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 you're not happy anymore. Because you don't have the creative control because they just don't know how to push you creatively, you know, and you've saved your money and you feel like, hey, I'm what is he, 32, 33 years old, something like that, I can go elsewhere. <clears throat> Cause there's other opportunities probably out there for me. So I can go elsewhere. Well, what am I doing this shit for? Well, the one thing if I'm Daniel if I'm Daniel Bryan, if I'm Dean Ambrose, <clears throat> that I'm gonna think about is Renee Young. I'm gonna think about my wife and I'm gonna talk to my wife first. I'm to say to her, hey, check it out. Okay, um, I'm fixing to, like, give my notice. Uh, you cool with this? Not just because we're husband and wife, but because, like, you work there? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you going to worry? Is something going to happen with her if you're Dean? You know, I'm sure Dean and, and Renee had multiple conversations before this became public and before he went to the office and said this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, Okay. So, uh, and again, that's their business. That's between these two, this man and woman, whatever. That's no one's business but theirs. My point is, I'm strongly assuming that Dean Ambrose did do that because why wouldn't you? You, you got to be concerned. Like, eh, there's going to be sour grapes here. Is my wife going to, you know, is that going to, blah, 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 blah. So, a couple of things that, like I said, that have me a little like it's a little strange for me. All right. It's the spot that he had on Raw and what he did with triple h now by the way watching that segment on raw before all this news came out about dean ambrose's dunsky now there was some scuttlebutt from the the keller that he might be gone they might give notice i'm pretty sure i might have the timeline wrong so please you know don't come at me if i'm wrong and it's because i you know i don't read this shit like you guys do and i don't i don't i just don't like some of you guys do i shouldn't say all oh, you guys but you know what i mean like i you know so i i When I watched Raw and I saw Dean Ambrose I wasn't thinking, this guy just gave notice So, but I saw some scuttlebutt about it But it's almost like every time we turn around There's a different wrestler that there's rumors that this guy or girl wants to leave So I didn't pay no mind To that scuttlebutt Until after Raw the next day Then it was like, whoa, okay, I I did a little research And then talked to some people And I got right Now, the business he did on Raw With Triple H first Was not good It was great by both guys, by Hunter and by Dean Okay, that spot where Hunter was stepping out of the ring And Dean stepped out of the ring with him And he looked they looked in each other's eyes Bent over on the apron in between the second rope Was fucking tremendous That was a great piece of business And I'm paraphrasing, Dean looks at Hunter and says What do you gotta do? Go get permission from your father-in-law His inflection, his timing was perfect, was on the money, and was most importantly, real. It felt real. And the way he said it, and what he said, and how he said it, I'm thinking, listen, I've said a lot of shoot shit in the rain towards people in character, but yet, you know, living it, like feeling real about it, you don't see that a lot in WWE anymore. That was a moment for me, I'm like Look, I'm not going to sit here and say I was always waving Dean Ambrose's flag as his promos and his character I mean, the lunatic, I got it I mean, I was, you know, neither here or there I respect his his work ethic and how hard he's worked And shit he's put his body through over the years And I respect him as a a, Me as a former wrestler to a current wrestler I have a lot of respect for him All the men and women in there But especially a guy like that who got high up and, And came up, paid his dues in some hardcore matches And shit like that And So I respect him, they ain't saying I don't But I never was like a huge, all right, Dean Ambrose is my man. That wasn't me. But I could tell you, when he did that shit with Triple H and looked at him and said that, I'm like, oh, all right. Homeboy's shooting right here. This is like he's feeling like he wanted to get this out of him and look at Hunter in his eyes and tell him this. You know, and because, like, if you didn't know, what happened was he wanted to fight they, they, they wanted to have a match with Seth Rollins right there because, you know, and he wanted Hunter to make the match. And Hunter was like, kind of blew it off and walked out of the ring. And that's when I just said the thing about the apron and both guys. And then Dean stepped out, looked at Hunter, was like, You got to go ask your father, meaning Vince McMahon, And everybody in the audience, like in Phoenix, like, oh, oh, shit. It was like a, you know, wow. It was a great line. I thought he was going to say, What do you got to do? You know, like, you know, go ask your wife, something like that. You know, like just, uh, to because of you know because she's Stephanie McMahon and you know we've seen them do that In the past something in storyline like that I thought It was gonna be something like that The father on the line was great the, It was really really great and The way he did it was awesome And Triple H's reaction was money And that's when he just looked At him and he had great pause Triple H And he goes so Get a referee out here like you're gonna get your match now So So then what happens is they end up doing the thing, he loses. And then <laughs> this is where I realize when Nia Jax came out. I'm like, okay, homie might have some heat. Because they basically had Nia Jax get in his face. I mean Dean Ambrose, and then hit him from behind. And, uh, you know, he couldn't do nothing to her And now we saw the night before All the intergender stuff we saw with Nia Jax I talked about this on a podcast With the male talent from Rey Mysterio To Randy Orton and stuff like that You know, at the Royal Rumble So they're obviously doing something there So I'm watching this shit And I'm thinking to myself right? they have two options here And this is just uh, It's kind of like a quasi-prediction My first reaction, just being frank with you my first reaction was, all right, he's going to work at WrestleMania, Dean Ambrose, <clears throat> with Triple H or somewhere at a big show, you know, I would think WrestleMania, and Triple H is going to beat the dog shit out of him. Pin him, Pedigree Jones, thanks for coming, see you down the road. And he's Gonski. You know, once the news came out the next day I saw that Dean was like, gave notice. Then I got to thinking like, oh, no, no, no. They might go the in match route on a pay per view. They would do it not on TV, and have Nia Jax use Dean Ambrose as a sacrificial lamb that she's just a killing machine for men and women, and use Dean as that sacrificial lamb and send him off into the sunset, getting his ass whooped by Nia Jax. So those are your possibilities, and I, you know, I uh, I don't know what the dirt sheets are saying about, and I don't care, but. For me, I'm just going, as, as I always do, and I tell you guys, on my gut, my instinct, and how I feel I'm on the fence, I think they can go either way on it <laughs> uh, If he really is leaving, even if he's not leaving, they're doing something here um, He's going to do something with Triple H or, or with um, with Nia Jax You know, uh, it, it seems like Nia Jax would be the one, um, for sure Um you know, it, it, it's interesting. It's just, it's, it's just a matter of what, 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 what do you have to do as a company to keep? Couple things to keep the talent happy. That's the most important thing. That they're not going to bail and leave. Okay, um, that, WWE never had that problem. You know why? Because they didn't give a shit if you left. When you worked in WWE, like during my years when you know business was great. Uh, <laughs> but there was always a feel in the company like, hey, and no one ever said this to you. You want to leave? Go. No problem. Next. That's how it was. That's how you felt. No matter who you were, no matter where you were on the card, for the most part. I mean, I don't want to name names. I've seen tippy top talent making strong seven figures a year, you know, kind of say to Vince that they want to do certain things a certain way. And Vince's like, nah. It's not going that way. Well, blah, 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 blah. And the person had a really good good reasoning and thought behind it. And an alternative. It's like, you don't like it? Too bad. Guy threatens to kind of walk out. And it's like, see you. The guy walked out. <laughs> I, I was there. I saw it. I'm just telling you. I don't, I don't do a podcast where I drop names. That's not my style. So if that bothers you, sorry. Um, that's just not what I'm going to do. But I, I've witnessed this. So things might be changing, though. Things might be changing um, because... A lot of talent because of the internet. I don't think it's just the AEW thing. I think there's more to it than that. It's because of the internet and and because of how you could you could build your brand via social media. Especially if you've been through the WWE system and you have a big following over a million people or whatever, five hundred thousand people, whatever follows you. You could now work in other promotions, work other companies. There's enough stuff going on. Build, keep your brand hot, make money, do stuff like that. You can do it. You can do it. And and uh, you know, and they see that other people leave WWE and can make it out here, and these are younger people that are in their prime, and they look at other guys and girls that are their age working for other promotions that they talk to that are happy as pigs and shit, because you know they they don't have to, you know they don't have to worry about creative control, they don't have to worry about their character being buried, they don't have to worry about that, you know they don't. Um. So, but for WWE to splash it on their website, Dean Ambrose not renewing WWE contract when it expires in April, and it's all over the place, and and it's WWE completely full acknowledging it. It's it does seem a little odd. Uh, it does. It really does. For them to do this this early is weird. Um. The only reason why, well, you know what. <sighs> As far as telling you the reason why, I, I, you know, it's just that it's just one of these things where I'm at a point where I have to. I just I can't help it. I gotta go to break. I'll tell you on the other side of break the reason why maybe WWE is doing this, why the public is saying this in late January about a cat's contract ending in April, that he gave notice, why they're sharing with the world and other promotions when his deal's up. So. You know, where you can, you know, where there's no tampering issues. I'll get into that another in side of the break. Also, talk about double J, J E, double F, J A. Well, you know the rest. All right, Tash Show. <laughs> Sit tight. Big we're back here on the Taz Show. All right, here we go. So, yeah, so I was getting ready to get into talking about why WWE would, my thoughts, why they would, you know, in my opinion, why they would uh, publicly acknowledge you know, late in January that this guy, Dean Ambrose, gave notice, and he's Gonski, <clears throat> in April. Why would you put that out to the world and to other wrestling promotions Especially something like AEW has got a bunch of money behind them with the cons where guys like the bucks and Cody Rhodes are driven to, you know, to uh to build uh, some uh you know pretty badass wrestling promotion hopefully for them. That's their goal. So why would WWE do that? Um my my first reaction besides being confused, my second reaction I should say, my first reaction was I was confused why WWE would do that. Then I started thinking, well, they might just want to because they knew all of the, you know, they understand times have changed And the internet rules all and news gets out Because they have leaks in their locker room They've had leaks in their locker room In their writer's room and their production room In their production facilities They've had leaks for years <laughs> This is not new stuff And they've never been able to stop the leaks So, uh, uh, anyway um, They might have by putting this out The other thing is they might have just besides maybe Being at work they might have Just wanted to say okay let's Let's not add any more oxygen on This thing Not, not, not Let's not have people speculate every time This guy Dean comes out on the show To work or whatever let's Just let's just get out get it out There that he's he gave his notice He's done and he's gonna be done In April and that's that Let's just get it out there That could be that definitely could be. Um, I feel like it's odd. I just do To me, if it smells fishy, there's a good chance there's a fish somewhere nearby. That's what I'm saying. This smells a little fishy to me, this whole thing. It does. Now, because I don't know why, if you know this guy's that upset and this guy don't want to be there, why are you going to, you, Triple H, why are you going to do business with him on Raw, on a big show after the Raw Rumble, a big Raw after Rumble in seg one, in segment one, your guy that's gunning after your champion, one of the champ, champions in, in in Seth Rollins winning the Royal Rumble, this is a massive segment, and you give that platform to Dean Ambrose. It just seems funky. The Nia Jax thing started making believe like, all right, he's got some heat. He got hit. It was weird, it was awkward, and the ages came out he, he couldn't do nothing to Naya It was very clunky, and they wanted to be clunky So something's a little figazy Something's not right And you know what, we'll tell I'll tell, I'll be able to tell Probably soon Where they're going if not See, that's what I like to do I don't need someone to whisper in my ear Listen, this is what they're doing Yeah, no, uh, so Dean's got heat because he didn't want to put someone over And they want him to or And so he's going to leave Or hey, no Dean wanted to pitch a storyline So they didn't like the storyline So he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here See, no one's whispering in Taz's ear Taz doesn't do a show for that Taz does these fucking shows I watch it like you do And I give you my opinion Of what I feel There's no one whispering in my ear Sometimes I might have to ask someone something About somebody once in a while, but it's not usually the storyline stuff. I don't, I would like I said a zillion times, I will not compromise my friendship with anybody. And I don't want to sit here and act like I got five million friends at WWE because I don't, uh, but I have enough people that I'm friends with there that I do talk to. And it's usually not about wrestling stuff, to be frank. So it's just people I've built a relationship with over the years. Another guy I've built a relationship over the years with is Jeff Jarrett. Who is back in WWE and He's working backstage as a producer Or an agent as I call it They used to be called and I gotta tell you I am very happy for Jeff I respect Jeff I've always liked Jeff Jeff's always Been good to me and nice to me And just I I really Do I you know Um I, I have nothing But respect for him and he brings a lot to the table in my opinion Good move by WWE to hire him To work backstage And work with the talent This guy knows He knows how to draw money He knows how to work He's always known how to sell his ass off He knows how to bump like a son Uh He's just He knows how to be a star He knows how to be a star grew up in the business, we know that, right? With his dad Jerry Jarrett and the success they've had Down in Memphis and all this shit You know, Lawler and all that back in the day You know, Double J knows his shit And I'm really, really happy for him um, That, um, you know, that he's working there That he's working backstage I'm sure it's something that he wanted uh, Otherwise he wouldn't be doing it, I'm assuming Um, It it also shows that, you know, just to be honest with you guys Like, you know, um, when you tried I'm just going to give you an example. Now, I don't want I'm not going to be uh, you know um I'm not trying to be negative or nothing like that or I'm being honest but you know Jeff started, you know, Global Force Wrestling and it kind of never really Blew up it didn't and then he put a lot of Effort and time and money and effort into this thing Now we know what he did and the success he did with, with, with TNA and all that stuff All that stuff we know that I mean And then he ended up selling it and everything To you know with Dixie and all this jazz But but I'm just The point I'm, I'm trying to get at here Is like when You try or Attempt the, you know to start A wrestling promotion It's hard As shit hard as shit really it's hard and that's why you see a lot of people that attempt to do this and they do it they start a promotion but to really back up the brinks trucks in to make a lot of coin it's difficult to do and that's why you see a lot of these people and i don't mean it negatively they end up working for other wrestling promotions either while they're doing that or while they're trying to do that or they leave that goal of starting that Or, or creating that promotion and making it successful And they like, like, right, well, I tried I gave it my best effort over the past several years I p- lost some money Ba-ba-ba You know, I gotta go where I know I'm gonna get a guaranteed paycheck And that's, at this time, WWA um, Let's do knock on Jeff or anybody else that's doing that I'm bringing that up because It's hard to do. It takes balls to do, and it's hard to do. And that's why with all elite and stuff, what they're trying to do, those guys. I I wish them nothing but the best. It's hard though. I know they got a a guy behind them and a family behind them. In the cons with the Jacksonville Jaguars that have a a, a huge checkbook. I got it, and it's their billionaires. I feel you. I understand that, but that doesn't mean they're going to hemorrhage money out (laughs) just because they like wrestling. And because they have a lot of money, that they're, they're not—I'm they're, sure they're not dumb people. So you know, most people that are worth that kind of money are far from dumb. Um, but and the good thing for them is they have smart people working with them, you know, like the Bucks and like Cody and and other people they're going to surround themselves with. So you know, it seems like they're putting the right components in place. So I think that's cool. Um, I'm just saying, like that's why a lot of guys that've been in the business as long as me. Might have a similar narrative to me About starting a new wrestling promotion That's going to, in air quotes Compete with WWE That's an ambitious task Okay, and it's I talked about this in a previous podcast It's not just about the money The cons probably have more money than McMahon's, I'm sure they do But that doesn't mean That they could just go in there and Kick the shit out of Somebody that's had a wrestling promotion And generations in their family for decades Upon decades upon decades And that's the WWE so it's going to be Very tough to do that but When you have talent now Like top talent And you have people like Ronda That wants to leave I want to start a family And Dean Ambrose this guy's a top guy You know like this is you know, you're you, now you're and then you're seeing some other people that want to like Hideo Tommy like I mentioned earlier. Like, you, this is like you're stuff. Now look, you saw like Ziggler. There was a lot of stuff about him out there. And next, you know, he was in. I can't remember. I just did the I was using the final four, I think, of the Royal Rumble men match, or it was the fifth uh, final five where he was down to the wire. So they gave him a lot of love there. He eliminated Drew McIntyre, Who was getting monster push. So they gave him a lot of love. Probably because they wanted to keep him happy. And you saw Maria Canelis was in there. She had a good showing at a women's match. And, you know, so they you know what I mean? So it seems like now I, I was talking about Jeff Jarrett. I kind of segued off that. I apologize because I just, I still have a lot more to say about that other stuff. But it's segueing off of talking about how having a wrestling promotion is not as easy as people think. And that's not me knocking Jeff with, with global force and stuff like that, and, and what he's attempting to do, and all this jazz. Or do, you know, it's it's just very, 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 very hard to do. It really is. Bottom line is, as far as Double J or Jeff Jarrett, whatever you want to call him, he's in their Hall of Fame. He deserves to be in their Hall of Fame, and and I'm sure he's happy that he had an opportunity to work for the company again. Um, I believe he's going to have an on-air role and obviously as an agent I think he's great You put him uh, around any of newer talent, he's going to make them better He knows his shit, I promise He knows his shit Okay, he knows what he's doing So I think that's, you know, I think that's a great job by the WWE to bring him in Uh, I really do I mean, and I have not talked to Jeff in a long time so for those of you, I think the last time I actually spoke to Jeff, those of you that are true Taz Show fans from back in the day when I was daily live, um, jeez, I think he called in. Yeah, that was the last time I talked to Jeff, I think. He called into the Taz Show when we had live phone lines. And he called in. Uh, I think he was, like, making breakfast or taking one of his kids to school or some shit. And he was listening to the show online. And he was you know streaming the show. And he called in, and we were just shooting the shit and um you know but yeah that was i think the last time i spoke to jeff but anyway he's a really good guy no matter what some people might say about him there's a lot of people that say a lot of bad stuff about a lot of us so uh when you have a lot of years in the business there're a lot of people that are going to love you and in behind the scenes there's a lot of people that are going to not like you and unfortunately there's more of the not like you <laughs> so you know uh, once you're done in this business and as i've heard this many years ago once you're done and you're out you could count the true friends that you made on one hand and then take two of those fingers off and you got it that's kind of where i'm at uh, but that's okay i'm happy with that i'm fine with that i get it i'm a big boy i could fucking take it so uh you know anyway i i, I just think that's That's a good move right there by WWE with Jeff Jarrett. And the Dean Ambrose thing is it's going to, you know, it's just um, we got to see what happens here. Just got to see what happens. It just you got to be careful that, you know, you're not creating this, this, you know, this uh, a bunch of folks that are looking to, to, you know, to exit out, you know, because, you know, they see someone like Cody who left. I believe he left on his terms. And his wife too. She left too, you know. And Cody, obviously, he's doing. He's been doing great since he's gone from there, you know. And and so they can see that you, you, the people that work within the company can see. Hey, listen, they're not there. They're a monopoly, but they're not anymore. They are, but they're not. I mean, WWE. And you know what? I mean, I, you know, if anyone from WWE hears that and they want to, you know, any of the bosses, then they're not going to be happy. I'm saying that. But that just get in line there's a million things I say that they're not happy about they'll never admit it But i'm not trying to disrespect them I just speak in my how I feel this is how I make my living I I gotta do what I gotta do, you know, so i'm not trying to disrespect them I'm, just giving my observations and And I think that's why a lot of you guys like what I do because i'm 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 honest and I always say i'm agenda-free No bullshit and I don't you know, it's true I'm over here when it's late july late january and, this is, and there's some folks that think, oh, you're going to get picked for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. And because the Hall of Fame's in Brooklyn, you know, right before Mania there, the day before. And, you know, and they pick it now in January, February. And I'm doing podcasts left and right. And I'm putting them over. But I'm also knocking and critiquing a lot of stuff they do. I'm just letting you know before they announce people. If I'm not announced, these are the reasons why, you know. <laughs> Unless they really feel like my contributions To the industry as a wrestler and a broadcaster Aren't worthy, then that's fine That's their prerogative, it's their hall of fame And that's no problem, you know, whatever, it is what it is Uh, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to Tell you, I'm selling myself to you To tell you how It doesn't cost you nothing listen to my content You're not paying a subscription every month You're not paying, you know Nothing, you know, I'm just You come out here, you download my shit, that's it It's really that simple, you don't want to download You don't download, don't cost you nothing Okay, don't cost you a dime. Takes up a little space in your phone. That's about it. So you know what I mean. Like I, I'm just telling you. Like I'm real, you know, and I'm real, and I and I mean I'm real because I'm trying to give you how I how I really how I feel internally about stuff. I don't. I'm not skewed any way because of any agendas. You know what I mean? So that's important for me to to get that into a lot of folks' head that are new to my programming. So so that's the deal. But anyway. I do think it's going to be interesting to watch this Dean Ambrose thing play out, and where they're going. I mean, like I said, they, you know, they could do whatever they got to do at the big match. They could do they could have Dean wrestle Triple H, and if he's really gone, Triple H guzzles him up, or Nia Jack's going to guzzle him up. One way or another, if he's really leaving, homeboy's doing the job on the way out. I can tell you that from experience because I've done it. So <laughs> with ECW, so um, you know. So, I, I again, like I said, in closing, I think that's why they probably came forward, maybe, and if this is a shoot, and said, you know, Dean Ambrose is going to be gone. Uh, his deal's up in April because they probably – that's the other thing I want to say, but before I wrap up here, that's the other thing that's important for me to tell you guys. I don't think I said this earlier. I've said this a lot in the past, and you got to understand this is where it's important. If you don't want to be there – they don't want you there, okay? So they don't. That's just how it goes. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if it ends up being that they have him do a job earlier rather than you know, and, and then he just sits home and and then they work out some kind of a days, clo- some kind of a uh, um, you know, a, a deal a release where he release gets released early. They they might not want him. Uh, well, that's the other thing here. Now, just bear with me. Listen to me now. Listen closely to me. Do you do you if this is a shoot? Do you really want someone that's just, this disgruntled and this negative in your locker room on a regular basis? Do you do you want this talent, no matter what he's contributed and how great he's been for the WWE? Do you want him around your talent? I wouldn't if this is real. I wouldn't. I'm not worried about him around AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or Nakamura or The Miz. Or I'm not worried about him around these type of veterans that have been around the block. I'm, that, that, doesn't, that would not bother me at all because these guys are, you know. I'm worried about him being around because anyone, not just him, someone who's that negative around a Pete Dunne. You know that's something that you got to let go through your mind, or 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 or, or uh, um, somebody like a, an Andrade now because he's getting he's he's on the main roster getting a push. You know I, I I'm I'm worried about him being around these type of talents that are maybe uh, younger or or heavy machinery or whatever coming up from the NXT the people that coming up from NXT I'm just spitballing names at you so I, that's that's what I would worry about. Around any younger talent that's coming in, newer talent that's coming in. Do, do you want that? A Dean Ambrose, you know, spewing any negativity or disgruntledness towards any of the newer talent. And that's not a knock on Dean. That's just reality of the business. It's the same thing in, in mainstream sports. You don't want disgruntled people, players, athletes around your other te- your, your team. It's 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 not good synergy. Not that everybody's running around shooting rockets at their ass and there's rainbows and butterflies in locker rooms, but you don't want you don't want that negativity around your talent. You don't. And if if it's a shoot, if this is real, so if he keeps staying booked and stuff like that, I'm that you know, which I'm sure they're going to do. I, I'm not you know sitting looking at the WWE house show events uh, or like you know what I mean. Like I'm not looking at. You know, like what what he's booked on or what he's not booked on, I, I couldn't tell you when the guy's wrestling again. I, I have no idea. I'm just saying, like as an overview statement, you know, you, you you just gotta be aware of that. And WWE knows that. Vince has been down this road. Hunter knows that. You know, Triple H knows that. They know this. These people know. I don't know. It's just these things are important. Like you know, it's like you need to have being on the road is tough. Okay, it's tough It's a grind, it's tough on your family life At home, it's tough It's just tough The last thing you want your talent to be around Is someone that's pissed off Bitter, or or tightened up And wants out And you gotta have them hanging around You know, February March, into April So two and a half months That's a lot of fucking shows in two and a half months You show up at TV at Raw Or Smackdown, 1pm you know uh, local time Show don't go on the air live Until 8pm local time That's a lot of hours That the talents are around each other I'm telling you from experience This stuff's important I'm just telling you like If it's real they're not going to want him around So the more they have him on TV Or at the house shows or whatever The more I'm going to feel like eh, This might be a little bit of a work But I'm a conspiracy theorist So who knows Take it for what it's worth. Hope you enjoyed this edition of the Taz Show. And uh, by the way, um, Taz and the Moose, we got live video. So, uh, well, when you listen to this, it's probably, well, it depends when you listen to this. Well, Thursday and Friday, going into the Super Bowl, this, you know, so we're going to have live video. Uh, we're on a live, we're live 6 a.m. Eastern. On the radio, six to nine a.m. Eastern, but live video is going to start at seven a.m. Eastern. So, uh, I'm gonna put that on the social media tweet if you want to watch it. So, check it out. We want to get some good views, and we're probably going to have live video every day going forward, hopefully. So, we need you guys, uh, that We Over Nation, Taz Show Nation, to help out a bit if you don't mind. All right, guys, listen, I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. I'm Taz. I'll talk to you real soon. Take care. I wanna go back